It's time for the Afternoon Drive. Welcome in Afternoon Drive Thursday. Trevor Kelsey here with you. The next couple hours, followed by questions inside the press box at 5 o'clock. My man Perrin Johnson will be in here at 4 with me, as he is always and every day, Monday through Friday. I've got my man old school. On Throwback Thursday, why not bring the throwback DJ onto the mic with me? DJ Yates on the other side of the glass hanging out with me. I'm assuming that you have a nice selection for Throwback Thursday for me, right? I mean, I think it's pretty nice. Well, that's... Not, not how much that's worth. I don't think you'll be too disappointed. Uh, yesterday, we had actually a really big, fun show yesterday. Um, of course, we talked to Farrell uh, Elliott from the KFSC, a legend in fantasy football. And uh, most importantly, we talked to a the legend on these radio airwaves. And in this area, the voice, former voice of the Cardinals and Colonels, uh, Van Vance. And why not keep the trend rolling? We bring in a legend producer and DJ Yates in the studio. And I'm actually honored, somewhat honored, to be joined by a legend, future legend in his own right, uh, the son of Ruben Paco Martinez, Hello. Uh, Maximus Braden, in the studio with me. I'm actually babysitting Max. It was hilarious. I was sitting out front, as I always do, uh, kind of doing some show prep earlier today, and uh, Max was in here in our offices playing, and... To give the uh, listeners a, a look of what Max, he's kind of like a uh, stunt double for the kid from Jerry Maguire. He's a little, little, little bit heavier. He just short round meets uh, the kid from Jerry Maguire, and he asked me before how much the human head weighs, and I told him eight pounds. And he was sitting here, and DJ Yates did not notice we'd come in, and Yates comes uh, outside about uh, 15 minutes ago or so, and he looks at me, and he goes, dude, there's some kid in the at the desk. And I looked at him and said, what? He said, there's a kid at the desk. I said, oh, seriously? I said, one of the neighborhood kids just walked in here and just started using the computer? He said, I think so. So <laughs> he didn't fall for it too much, and uh, I finally revealed it. But let's introduce the uh, Louisville Airways. My man, my main man, my short round, the turd himself. What's up? Max, <laughs> Max how are you today? Good. Now, you are going to be a sixth grader at Cameron Middle School. Next yes. year. And next week, aren't you? Yes. Are you excited? No. You're a man of very many words, I want to tell you that, by the way. I know. Now, are you a, you're a big sports fan. Yes. Max is one of those generation kids that will not watch real sports, but can sit and watch me or his father or someone else's playing video games for five hours of sports. Yes. Won't sit through a real game. He, he gets tired after like 30 seconds in a real game, but he'll go watch the video game version. What's your favorite video game? Call of Duty. Call of Duty? Yes. Now, are you upset that there will not be a college football game probably at this point from further in your life because of NCAA rules pulling out and Ed O'Bannon's lawsuit? No. You're not upset that there will be no more college football? Pull the mic closer to your face, buddy. There we go. Are you upset that you won't be able to play college football anymore? No. No? you got to speak up. No. What's your favorite subject in school? Writing. What writing? What's your favorite color? 
It better be red. Yeah. <laughs> Speak up, Max. Come on. The world, Blue. The world is on, on the edge of their seat. People have pulled over on the highway at this moment to listen to this small interview. And when I say small, I mean you. <laughs> to, to talk about what your favorite things are. People want to know. Who, how many girlfriends do you have? Zero. You have zero? Do you, you like you like to keep you you like to keep your freedom, don't you? You don't you don't claim them as your girlfriend. You just keep them on inside. Yeah. You you don't you don't actually don't actually you you just tell them that your girlfriend just to just get a little something something and then you just move on. Yes. Oh, okay, is that what it is? I don't know how much further we should continue this. <laughs> uh welcome to a Thursday in summertime with no breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing. We talked to Max Braden. Maximus, the turd himself. Now, Max, uh, you are, I'm assuming, a U of L fan. No. No. So you are not a U of L. So who is your favorite team? UK. UK, and you're an Eagles fan of football, right? Yes. Oh, uh, look at that. I'm gonna have to cut his mic now. Yeah, we're gonna have to cut his mic. What? Ma- <laughs> Maximus, what's your favorite song? I'm not telling you. You're not telling me. Oh, man. Max, I appreciate you joining me for this segment, my friend. You can go watch YouTube in the other room again. Thank you. You're welcome. Max, uh, this is, Max comes from the generation of children, by the way. Thank you, Max. I'll see you in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> he yells out as he walks out the door. It's a generation of kids, and this I don't understand. They can sit there and watch, not only watch YouTube, because I like watching YouTube. And DJ, you can maybe explain this to me. He's one of those kids who sits there and watches people play video games on YouTube. And that I'll never understand. I'm Back when I was a kid, the worst thing that ever happened to me when I'd go to a friend's house to play video games, which is eliminated completely due to online playing now. Now kids who had no friends just basically sit in their basement and play other kids who have friends online and don't have to leave the basement of the house. But the worst thing would do when you would go over to your friend's house was to be stuck sitting watching your friends play the game. You're you're waiting the next to, to pick up the stick, so to speak. And now these kids sit there and they just watch. I've watched this this turd over here, as I call him turd, and I, I'd say it with all love, people. I do. It's just a little nickname I've always given him since since he was a little little turd rolling around in diapers, leaving turds in his turds. That he just sits there and watches kids play. I don't understand the fascination with that. I don't either. I know I hate on everything, as I've been told by Brandon Zellers, our uh, intern in the other room as well. And I, I get that I, I'm not hip with most of the generation's things. Generation Y, I guess, is that what it is? His generation would be considered. I don't know if it's I X. I don't even know. They might be Z at this point. They might be Z, World War Z. But I just don't understand the 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 the, the fascination of hours of watching someone else go through levels of a game on purpose. I just don't get it. Yeah, that, I, I'm the same way. I don't, it, it's something from a younger generation that I come from. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's even younger than you? Yeah, it's younger than okay. me. It's younger than you. It's what they get when you get spoiled with kids with computers. I mean, yeah, I last, the closest thing to a computer I had when I was his age was uh, Oregon, Oregon Trail, and that was about the, the, the best video game I had. Uh, real quick, uh, obviously there's a bunch of stuff going on in the news. So they get into everything. No rumors. No rumors. Stay. We're rumor-free today, people. Can I get, can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Thank you. No rumors today because I do have facts and facts only. One of those facts I do want to remind you, of course, that we are the home of Western Kentucky's football. If you have not heard our coach, Bob, the coach Bob Petrino, telling you that through our commercial breaks and you haven't been listening to the right station. By the way, some big news for the uh, Western yes. Kentucky Hilltoppers. I will get into that here uh, shortly. They have added a new uh, three-game series 
Uh, before that, I want to remind you as well as we are, of course, the home of high school sports, which will be getting started here very short with my man Matt Dennison, who's about an inch and a half taller than Max, by the way. Uh, 1450 The Sports Bus is excited to be the official radio home of IU Southeast Athletics beginning September 9th, which I always have to remind you is the day after the Boardwalk Empire premiere, which I have uh, just anticipated with bated breath almost as much as I do for college basketball to start up. September 9th, Matt Dennison will be at live on Monday night, and each Monday night at 7 o'clock live at Tucker's American Favorites on State Street in New Albany for interviews with the school's coaches, athletes, including men's basketball team, and head coach Wiley Brown. We are the official home of the Grenadier Sports Report, and that is, again, as I said, every Monday night at 7 o'clock. Also, in case you have not noticed that uh, we have been robbing our man Troy Miles like uh, the Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers get robbed of their talent by free agency, 2013 Bluegrass Golf Tour cards still available for $50.00. Yep, that's right, 50 bucks, not 75 not 100 It's our half off officially at $50. Go to Shop21Live.com, pick up 18 holes of golf, six fantastic courses, pick up bonus cards, meaning take this kid off my hands for a few hours, go to Indian Springs, Maywood and Bull in Lexington, and three other courses throughout the Kentucky area at any time. This card includes both green feeds and a car all-in-all huge deal. $500 value, you're getting it for 50 bucks. Shop21Live.com or give them a call at 964 21 Uh, Real quick, as you mentioned, uh, Western Kentucky, yes, uh, announcing today that they will uh, start a three-game series with the Vanderbilt Commodores. Starting in 2015 through 17, the Commodores will host the Hilltoppers two times in the series on September 12th, September 12th, 2015, November 4th, 2017, while Kentucky will play host on the 24th of 2016. I'm surprised Vanderbilt... Kind of, I'm not surprised they agree to this, but it's rare for the big schools to agree to go to Western. And now I don't know if they will play this game in Nashville. I don't see it exactly saying that they'll play. Obviously, clearly that Vanderbilt will play their game two games in Nashville because that's where they're located. But it, you don't see too often the big schools accepting to go to Western, even if you give them two home games. It's, it, it is a rarity. Well, I think in the article I read, they said it was the first time an SEC team will ever have played at Western. I believe that. I believe because Kentucky didn't go. Kentucky, they decided to play an LP field, obviously, which is where they'll play this year. And we'll have that game on the airwaves for you here on 1450. They had somebody go there. I think, was it South Florida a couple years ago, maybe? It's possible. That, that went there. Maybe that was part of the deal breaker of pulling Willie Taggart. Maybe they said, hey, we came to, we came to your stadium a few years back and played you, punk. Now leave and come play. Come be our coach. Have you seen the Willie Taggart video? I haven't. I've, I've seen the article that references it, but I haven't taken the time to watch the video it, yet. It's not very good. It's very cheesy. It looks like something you would see on a Saturday morning cartoon. I've, I've seen the picture of like the strange little bus with all the heads on it. Yeah, and the heads are flopping around, and Willie Taggart's singing about how he wants you to get on the bus, and the wheels on the bus go round and round, and things like that, but... Very, I mean, I never something I really didn't expect from Coach Taggart. I mean, not, I'm not saying he's Bobby Knight, so to speak, but uh, he's never really come off to me as the type of guy to be that goofy. I, I haven't had a chance to sit down and have beers with Willie Taggart. I don't, I don't, I've never been to his house, never played, you know, Yahtzee with his kids or anything. So I don't know him personally. I don't know if he has kids, but uh, I just, I never really pictured that from him. It was kind of amusing. I was kind of surprised too when I saw it. The, 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 uh, impression that it made on the college football live people who were watching it, especially Joey Galloway. 
Joey, and, and for somebody who asked me, somebody asked me the other day who Joey Gallo was. It was kind of surprising. It made me feel old. It really kind of did because I was I'm the same age as Joey Galloway. And, and, as, I, and I was, as I was discussing that question with somebody later on in the evening, they said, "Well, dude, Joey Galloway hasn't been in the league in a while." And I thought, "What are you talking about? I mean, he's a pro bowler for the Cowboys back in." And before I could even spit out the back, word, back in the mid nineties, it was two thousand four. <laughs> and then he looked at me, and goes, "Dude, that's been almost ten years." And it, it didn't even occur to me the the amount of time had passed between his last Pro Bowl year and where we are currently in time. It had been that long in my head when I was thinking of the, st- the statement, the argument. It was just like, "Oh wow, it's only been two thousand four. You know, oh wow, it's been like two weeks ago." And, it didn't, and until I spit the words out. And I heard them, which happens a lot to me. Usually things in my head sound better, and then I say them, and I'm like, what was I thinking? I, it occurred to me, I was like, man, that has been 10 years. I am old. And again, again this is the same gentleman who I was you speaking You say you're of. the same age as him? As who? Joey Galloway? Yeah. Give or take. He was. Uh, he came out of, I was, a, I think, a junior in high school when he came out of uh, Ohio and chose Ohio State. How old is he? He's 41. No way. Yes. No. Yes. I didn't think he was that young. I thought he was like 35, 36, no, around the same age. He's 41. Man, I tell you what. Well, he was, he was drafted in 1995. Yeah, I remember Seahawks drafted him. Uh, it's funny, I went to Seattle and they had a big, uh, I was in Seattle in 2000 to watch the Seahawks play and they had this big mirage uh, painted on the side of a wall uh, next to the stadium, next to where the kingdom was, where, where they used to play. And it was this huge painting of Warren Moon, Joey Galloway, and Cortez Kennedy. Cortez Kennedy just went to Hall of Fame last thing last year before. And uh, the funny thing about it was all three of them had been off the team for at least two years, I think. And maybe Galloway was still on the team at that point. But I know Moon and Kennedy had Kennedy had retired and Moon had moved on to who knows where. I think he was like the backup for the Chiefs or something at that point. And they just never painted over it. I'd be willing to bet that painting's probably still there. Knowing Seattle, they're probably like, screw it. Why paint over it? Let's just leave it up there. It's three of our best players we ever had next to maybe Steve Largent in our organization. I don't remember him being that old. I remember Joey Galloway in high school. He was a huge deal when he came out of high school to play for John Cooper and, and the Buckeyes. He was on the same team with uh, with uh, Orlando Pace and Bobby Hoying that, that was supposed to be the great uh, John Cooper undefeated championship team and Tim Biakabatuka decided he didn't like that statement, so he ran for 220 yards on him and got himself a top 10 draft pick by the Panthers and was out of league in, in probably less days than his, there are letters in his name. Wow. Now now, now I feel weird. Now, now, you know what? I start thinking about it. It's probably because high school seems so long to me and so blurry that I probably mixed up my time. The 20s were, the 20s were a blur to me. All right, going to take a quick break. What do you want, Max? He's just standing here. Now the kid's just standing here looking at me. I, I, it's kind of weird and creepy, to be honest with you. He looks kind of like the kids from the Village of the Damned or whatever the movie that was, with the glowing eyes. I mean, it's kind, it's kind of, kind of freaking me out. I'm not gonna lie. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Come back. Baseball finally has evolved. DJ Yates, are you happy for this? Always, always. <laughs> He's a man of few words, but when he says them, they mean something. People, we'll come back here for TV Sports Bus. <laughs>
Back afternoon drive. Oh, you can't get wrong with little Beastie Boys. That is my, my embarrassing story about the Beastie Boys. Uh, DJ Yates, whoever ever filled you in with that? I don't think so. When I went to the wedding, and if uh, not, we may as well tell it. Or if you have, we may as well tell it again anyway. Uh, just recently, uh, a friend of mine, uh, his brother-in-law got married. Yeah, his brother-in-law was married. I, I don't go to a lot of weddings because I try to avoid having friends because I don't like to go to weddings. Uh, so I, I, I that was the reason why I didn't have any friends in high school. And uh, so he has this wedding, and so we and uh, actually the turd sitting to the left of me, his father, we uh, we get up there kind of early, and because we didn't, they told us it was an hour before we were supposed to be there because they knew we were, were notoriously late for everything, and we were just so we we're just sitting in the parking lot of this church on Frankfurt, and we're blaring this album. I mean, we're, we're there are like three cars in the parking lot with us, and we just got it's jamming as loud as can be, and we're sitting there just you know smoking cigarettes and. Talking uh, loosely of the tongue with with four letter words and stuff, so on. And, uh, and a gentleman pulls up in front of us, and this older guy, and he's just sitting in his car, kind of staring at us for like ten minutes as we continue to have our conversations. And this music is still blaring. And he gets out and goes inside, and we're just kind of laughing. We're like, that dude probably thinks we're some kooks. And da 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 da. Turns out it was the preacher that was that was marrying the couple that looked at us. I'm sure he did, probably even did a small prayer for us at one time. During this, uh, and of course, we were doing other things during the car, but that's beside the point. All right. Future. Major League Baseball has finally taken a step forward. According to today, obviously released Bud Selig uh, calling it a historic moment. Would you call this an historic moment, DJ? Um, sure. Why not? <laughs> Baseball has finally decided, and it does actually impend on a, a vote in November. It's because 75% of votes needed to approve one. I can't imagine anyone voting against it. But apparently, baseball will finally bring a instant replay into a system. What is they will get one challenge, taking a page from 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 pro football, which they should have done probably five years ago. Uh, one challenge for the first six innings, two after the seventh inning. Now I, I haven't, I don't see, I've yet to see where there's like a determining of what can be challenged. Whether it be obviously, I'm sure home runs, outs, strikes, balls and strikes, I assume will not fall into this category because that would be, well, it'd be a waste of a challenge first of all, unless I guess maybe it's a strike three on a on a questionable call. But most notably, the challenges will be used for the first six innings, not to carry over, and a manager will win a challenge and will retain it, like pro football. Good thing for major league. It took what I don't know. 10 years of watching football being able to do this. Football, who had, of course, had instant replay at one time in the 80s as well before it was taken away in the in the late 80s and returned back in the late 90s. I give Bud Sick props. Of all the things you can claim, and while it took forever, it did take way too long for this to go through, 
it did at least finally go through, and it took Bud Selig, you know, what, 10 years to do it. He still hasn't gotten steroids out of baseball, but at least he's got instant replay in. And so at least a good thing is this – will this slow down the game, though? I mean, because baseball – I'm not a big baseball guy. I like watching baseball. Baseball is like kind of golf to me, though. I can't – I can't watch a full game. I just can't. I, I can watch like an inning or two, and then I've moved on. My, I've moved on. I, I have the – the attention span of probably an eight-year-old, amongst other things, like an eight-year-old, and I just really can't grasp the situation. I mean, I just can't. I, I used to be able to sit through a baseball game. I like going to a baseball game. I, I can sit at a full baseball game when I'm there, like hockey. I can't watch hockey on TV. It just bores me to death. I tried watching the Stanley Cups this year. I watched most of game one, and it's probably the most hockey I've watched since I was 14 years old when I watched the uh, Pablo Burry go against the Rangers in probably three different games. And that was because the only reason was because I played Sega Genesis hockey and it was my favorite team to use, the Vancouver Canucks. But I, I can't, and I, but I can go to a hockey game and sit through it. I got a sports team. I can go sit there as long as Alex Berg gives me a ticket. I can go watch the, the hockey game. I was wondering if you were going to get that just reference, sure, by the just way. Just make sure you thank him. Just make sure I thank him. I was wondering if you were ever going to get that reference there. You're kind of looking at me like, uh, what's he talking about? I was wondering if you're finally going to get that. That's a sports team. No face painting, but it's a D on my chest. Uh, but will this? Do you think this is going to slow up baseball? I mean, I, baseball really. I mean, when you think about it, while well, I'm sitting here complaining about it being boring to watch, because it can be to a degree. Uh, most people disagree with me, but I think some do do agree with me. Time wise, I mean, it takes what two hours or so, which is not much more. When you look at the time frame of a baseball game to take, it's never really that much more than a football game, or even a basketball game. Sometimes basketball games can take sometimes two two hours ten minutes roughly. And a baseball game is between two and three hours. And most football games are between two and three hours. But yet baseball constantly gets the, the stereotype of it's too slow and needs to speed up. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that added replay is going to lengthen the game appreciably. I mean, maybe a couple minutes a game, but nothing to where it's going to be like, oh, man, I can't believe they put this replay in. Now we got to sit through 30 minutes of replay a game. <laughs> I mean, it can't take that long to decide whether a ball is either to the left or right of a yellow pole. I can't imagine it would. And it can't take that long to – because football football with, with so much inches and everything, it's a little – I think it ta- obviously takes a little longer sometimes. But with baseball, you have you, – all you, if all you're deciding on whether it's to the left or right of a pole or your guy's on the on – his foot's on a base before the ball gets there is uh, seems like it would be a little bit quicker. So there's a little props – to Major League Baseball for finally making it. I don't know if this is going to be a game-changing thing, but it definitely would probably at one point at least make a difference big enough to change the aspect and uh, outcome of a team season. Max, do you have any thoughts on the uh, Major League Baseball making a a change into the instant replay? No. (laughs) He's not the best killer guy in the business for nothing, gentlemen. I I think over the course (laughs) of the past two seasons, there have been enough – terribly blown calls and now with the internet you know when a blown call happens everybody ends up knowing about it i I think it's happened enough now that it's i mean they they almost had to incorporate more replay and it's been happening now for what 15 years i mean how long have we been how long has baseball has spectators media members bloggers fans people human beings been saying that the baseball needs instant replay. 
I mean, we've been they've been crying for to get PEDs out of baseball, and that's not, clearly not going to happen anytime soon. But it's been at least 15 years. I mean, come on. You've got a stigma of being a slow sport. Don't make your rule changing as slow as your sport's been stigmatized as. All right, I don't want to get too much into this because I really don't care that much. All right. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Did everybody appreciate that? Everybody like that joke? Okay, good. All right, Max, did you, like it? you got a joke for me, Max? No, not. Who's there? It's got to be clean now. We're on the radio. Mm. Banana. Oh, good Lord. I don't like the way this is going already. Banana who? Not, not. You can't knock again. Yes, I can. I already answered the door. No. Not, who's there? Banana. Banana who? Not, not. Oh, Lord, I swear. Turn his mic off. <laughs> I, why, why did I put this kid in here? Are you, not, are you not familiar with that joke? I, I, apparently I'm not. Uh, uh, something else came out today that just caught my attention. Uh, Johnny Manziel. Why, we haven't talked about Manziel for at least three days, so I figure we, we are having with Manziel withdrawals. <laughs> this kind of came up uh, today. Uh, Bruce Feldman, who does, of course, a great job college football, tweeted out something I thought was interesting. A Texas stat, uh, was it statute? statute? How do you pronounce that word? Statue? Statute. Statute. It's a moot point. Mute point. Uh, statute that claims that any autographer that has been involved with Manziel and profited off him, if he comes forward, can be sued by the school for his violation and for damages. According to Section 131.004 of the Texas Civil Practice and Remedies Code states, I hate to see the other the first 130.001 of these statutes, by the way. A person who violates a rule of a National Collegiate Athletic Association adopted by this chapter is liable for damages in an action brought to you by institution if, A, the person knew or responsible should, be, should have known that a rule was violated, 2, the violation of the rule is a contributing factor, to disciplinary action taken by the National Collegiate Athletic Association against the Institute of a Student or the Institution. This just seems real stupid to me, DJ. And, and, and maybe a lot of things seem stupid to me, but if you're the NCAA, isn't this just kind of a way of being the school acting as if like they're the mob telling you, if you come forward, we're going to make you sleep, sleep with the fishes? I mean, they're obviously they're not going to kill the quote-unquote whistleblower, but by threatening to sue him and, and taking him basically behind the woodshed and making him so broke that he might as well end up swimming with the fishes, that you're you're denying the fact that the NCAA can actually do their job and find out who said person paid Uncle Ned or who said nursing person paid an individual athlete. Now, I'm assuming this is only in Texas, so this rule doesn't fly for anywhere else, but in a state that is so football crazy – if you've ever watched in a state that has been the home of the last university to get the death penalty for cheating, the last the state that has probably the most corrupt, some of the most corrupt football programs, including Texas A&M, Texas, Texas Tech, SMU, as I mentioned previously, for the Pony Express and the death penalty. It seems like a kind of a interesting rule to put in, which looks like almost a rule, if anything, to, to protect the university from getting busted. I, I, am I wrong in that? Max says no. <laughs> um, Max, mean, do you know what I'm talking about? Probably. No, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. I mean, that's probably why it's there, yeah. 
Again, man of many words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, take a break. Max, what's your favorite baseball team? Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Reds? Yeah. Who's your, who's your favorite hockey team? I don't watch hockey. Who's your favorite soccer team? Mm. Mexico. Mexico? <laughs> what? I'm half Mexican, too. Yeah, listen to him. He's half Mexican, DJ. Okay. I was on the skin. Don't don't get smart with me. <laughs> Let's tell him. What are you gonna do if he gets smart with you? I just smack him in his face. You're gonna smack him in his face? You're gonna go in there and smack him? Yes. And punch him in his kneecap? No. I uh, know. I right, take a break, come back. Talk about a couple things. One we discussed this thing before. Worst sport to come out of the closet with publicly in terms of active. NFL, boxing. Wrestling? Huh. Makes me think. All right, we'll talk about that. Plus, SB Nation came out with an interesting list I want to I want to I want to rant about a little bit. Uh, top twenty five most interesting teams to watch. And I'm kind of upset because one team that I can't understand their, their mindset of how one team, especially locally, did not make the list. When we come back after drive fourteen fifty sports buzz. Co-host Maximus Braden, the soon-to-be sixth grader at Cameron Middle School, a, a, a future icon in this business, nonetheless. Max, uh, that was the Gorillas. Have you ever heard that song before? Yeah. You like that song? Yeah. What's your favorite song? You didn't answer this earlier to me. I don't want to tell you. What's your favorite band? I'm the Beatles. You the Beatles? Oh, look at that! I have. Not, if, if, I'm impressed. What's your favorite Beatles album? Um. Do you I, have a favorite Beatle? Do you have a Be- Beatle song? Um, yeah. What's your favorite Beatle song? Um. Come on. Spit it out. All right. Time's up. All right. Uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> What's that? Speak up. Come on. Um. Um is not a song. Yeah. I know. There's a song called Hmm by the Crash Test Dummies. But that's another further proof why Canada sucks at music. Hey Jude, let it be. Yeah, let it be. Yellow submarine. Oh, um, let it be. Let it be. That's it. Now, do you Good choice. You, you like the the version sung by the Chipmunks, right? Yes. Yes, he likes the Chipmunks. If you've ever heard, and I know exactly what this kid's talking about because I lived with him for four years with his dad as a roommate. Uh, I've never heard anyone listen. You, you think you like the Beatles, but it's not until you hear the Beatles sang by the Chipmunks till you clearly appreciate. The Beatles, and I tell you what, Max, you have given me somewhat faith back in humanity. 
in a, in, a, in a world where I, I am just basically an angry man constantly about everything that's below my generation, you have given me some hum- faith back in humanity. You have, you have re- revived my faith in a world where Nicki Minaj and, and, and Kendrick Lamar and, and Big Sean are ruling the, the, the world of, of music. You have given me faith in a generation of kids again. I want to thank you for that. Can I just say those three people you just named have nothing to do with each other? Yes, they do. They all suck. No, see, uh, that's your quick, opinion. I agree with that. Thank you. Two against one. You're at the door. All right. Well, I want to quickly remind you, as I told you, of course, I have friends at Island Twenty One with the 2013 Bluegrass Golf Tour card. I also want to remind you that we are back live. Louisville's only live call-in television show Sunday night, 11 p.m. on Channel Twenty One. If you have Directv, it's Channel Twenty One. If you have Insight, Time Warner, whatever. It's Channel 21. If you have any kind of satellite service, it's Channel 21. Don't give me the excuse. I could not find it on my dial. Greg Braum will be on there with his special guest, guest host each and every Sunday at 11 p.m. on ION Channel 21 for the Sunday Sports Buzz. Make sure to give them a call at all times, 964-2121 during that show. I'm actually going to be there because DJ Yates apparently has something more important to do this week, and he's going on a houseboat. You ever been on a houseboat, Max? No. No? Okay. Uh, you want to go with DJ Yates on a houseboat this weekend? No. Okay, I don't blame you either. He's going to be on a houseboat doing his, like, a, I don't know if it's like a swinger party or something, like 12 other couples. Is that right, DJ? Uh, no, there will be no swinging. <laughs> is, that like a key, is it like a key house party? Is that what it is? No. Is this gonna, is this Not gonna, that I'm aware of it. Is anyway. this going to be better than house, is this going to be more like house party one or house party three? House party three. House party three. David, are you are you going to listen to I'm on a boat while you're on the boat? <laughs> uh, Good I mean, question. It, it's possible. I can't say uh, for sure. All right, real quick, uh, a couple of things I want to get to. Uh, obviously, uh, in a few minutes, we're going to be joined by my man Perrin Johnson. will be joining me in the studio. Max, you're getting bumped out of the chair for uh, Perrin Johnson. Is that okay with you? Yes. Are you going to make him fight you for that, that mic in the next hour? Kick him in the knee. Are you kick him in the knee. He's got a bad knee. You're going to kick him in the knee? No. He's a UofL player. That's and, I, and you're a UK fan, aren't you? Yes. So are you going to be okay with being taken off the mic by a UofL player? Sort of. Sort of. Do you think you have a choice in the matter? No. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have any choices until you're 18. All right. One person did have a choice. Uh, SB Nation. No, I like SB Nation. I mean, they always do a great job. We've done. We've of course talked to our friends at Red Reporter, who are families, a member of the SB Nation family. They came out with a list yesterday, and it's kind of the list was. So, I don't want to say stupid, but. It was interesting, and that's a bad pun because the, the list was the most 25 most interesting teams to watch in college football. And it wasn't a list of top 20, and, and the order wasn't by talent. They specifically mentioned that in the article. This is, this is not a list of talent. This is most of the teams that were most interested in seeing how their season plays out. And I thought, okay, clearly Louisville must be somewhere on this list. I mean, how could they not be? They are a team that is looking at being undefeated. Looking at possibly crashing the BCS, whether they do or not, excuse me, is 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 still to be seen. They have a team that has a Heisman candidate, a team that beat, uh, pulled off one of the biggest upsets last year in a bowl game over Florida to win. This team clearly, to anyone just outside the Ohio Valley, has to be an interesting team to see how this season unfolds. And as I go down the list, Florida was number one, which I have no reason to figure out why Florida's number one other than the fact that maybe Aaron Andrews did this list because it was the Gator that wrote it. But Baylor two, Oregon three, Texas A&M four. Again, I'm like, okay, you know, these teams belong in there. Clemson five. I don't know what's so interesting about Clemson other than I love Dabu Sweeney's 
post-game press conferences, Alabama 6. And as I move down the list, you have TCU, Louisiana Monroe, Oklahoma State, Northwestern. I don't know what's most interesting about Northwestern. They have been interesting since Darnell Autry took them to the Rose Bowl in 94. But I, I think I think Northwestern had a winning record last year, came close to having one. Good for them. Boise State was at 14, Arizona State 15. And as I got down the list, Miami, Northern Illinois, UCLA, Auburn. Who the hell cares about what Auburn's going to do next year other than the fact that the, the only interesting thing about Auburn is if they can get through a season without getting a, a player kicked off the team for smoking weed. You don't like Gus Malzahn? No. no boo Ar- Yes, thank you. Boo Auburn. Arkansas, you, South Florida, which does have interesting BYU. And last but not least, Georgia State. And Georgia State made this list apparently because they play a gauntlet of out-of-conference schedule, which does include Western Kentucky, West Virginia, Alabama, which I'm sure will be a very close game as well. Uh, South Alabama, and so on and so forth. But Louisville not making the list. I had to sit back and think, maybe I had to do a double take. I looked through this list three times last night before I finally came to the grips that, yes, Louisville did not make this list. And I just can't find a good reason why you don't include a team that's top 12. And I say 12 because it varies from 9 to 11, or depending on what schedule you're looking at and what poll you're looking at. And a team that has a Heisman candidate, a team that could go undefeated, whether they play for national title or not, is obviously completely up in the air, depending on how other teams' seasons unfold, which I guess would include why those teams are also on this list. But how does a team that with those that stuff that on the line in the American Conference not be a team that would be one of the twenty-five teams that you'd be most interested in watching? And I, I just can't fit, fathom that. I think it's absurd. I mean, can, can someone give me a good reason? I mean, I, obviously, I, I would love to get this writer on, and maybe, but I, the interview would be like twenty seconds long because I'd just be like, "Explain to me why," and I would tell him, "Thank you," and hang up the phone on him. I had no other reason to talk to the guy. I think you could maybe justify the the reasoning as they don't have an individual game that you want to see at some point during the season. But I think if, when you factor in the potential ramifications of what they do over the course of a season and what it could possibly mean. I don't think there's any way you could leave them off the list, completely out of the 25 teams that you're most interested in seeing. Most they, interesting teams, yes. They, they have a guy who is a potential Heisman candidate yes. who is, by all accounts, going to be the first quarterback taken in the draft next season. They just added a running back who just added a running was a BCS yeah. MVP. Just, just added a running back who's on his third chance, who was the MVP of a BCS national championship game. He looks like a fridge, by the way. He does. He, his arms are humongous. He's, he looks like he's got Max sitting on his arm. And, oh, by the way, they're in a BCS what? conference, and they have a pretty good chance to go undefeated. And if they do, there's going to be a lot of debate on whether or not they should be in the BCS national championship game. Yeah. How is that not – even if you want to put them at the bottom of the list, I, I, I'm happy with it. I don't care. But to tell me that's not – everything I've said, and then DJ Yates has even thrown in there – and yeah, I guess the argument of, well, they don't play that one game. Well, you know what? That's, that's, that doesn't matter to me. It's not the most interesting who teams have the most interesting games. It's who is the most interesting team. And if that doesn't spark interest in you, meanwhile, TCU does, who is in kind of a poor man's version of what Louisville is looking at and where, they, and where they've been, and teams like Louisiana Monroe who – are fun to watch. I mean, last year everyone enjoyed watching Louisiana Monroe do what they did. They beat Auburn. They almost beat Texas A&M. They got destroyed by Ohio in their bowl game, a team Louisville opens up with. And I can say that's interesting. It makes them an interesting concept for the season. 
But Louisville not making this just I, I just I can't fathom any other reason why they wouldn't other than the fact that someone just doesn't know who Louisville is. I mean, TCU's interesting because they were like the West Texas cartel. Half their team was, weren't they? <laughs> yes, they were. So that I mean, that's interesting to me. <laughs> the, the, the most interesting to that does it. Will they have enough players through the season after yeah. all the drug charges come through? Yeah, that's a very interesting. It is an interesting point. Will that jail be an awesome jail football team like Longest Yard? <laughs> who, will, who will play the Chris Rock character? Who will be the who will be Burt caretaker? Reynolds. Yeah, who will be caretaker? Max, have you had fun on the show with me today? Yes. Are you going to go watch people play video games on YouTube when you get done with this? Maybe. What what games do you watch people play on YouTube? Speak up. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So you just watch people play Call of Duty. Why do you watch? What is the fascination in that, buddy? Well, it's fun it, to make people die. <laughs> Wow. wow. Wow, it's a, a future quote of a sociopath That's there. That's the future of, our, <laughs> yeah. uh, of, of Louisville right there, people. Yeah. There, goes the, there goes the little humanity he saved with this Beatles comment for me. It's fun to watch people die. Yeah, that's great, yeah. You can keep this kid away from a rifle and a bell tower in Texas. All right, so you just don't you think it's more fun to play the game? Yes. Do you And you play online, don't you? Yes. Well, you, obviously he can't play it here. Because it's not here. <laughs> it could be here. We could have brought it. Do you have? Do you do you enjoy playing? Uh, do you? Are you good at Call of Duty? No. No. <laughs> Is that why you watch people play it? Yes. Because they're good at it and you're not. Well, I'm level eighty on one one fifty two, but I suck at one one fifty three. I can see that. Well, you know, I, I'm not any good at the game, so I watch people who are good at it conform it. I do the same thing with items on the internet that I can't mention with the kid in the room. That's how I am with those. All right, we got to take a break. Come back. Baron Johnson be joining me in the studio. A couple things I want to get into. I know uh, Mr. Zeller's looking the chops of this. A, a current rapper who loves to steal the mic from uh, poor little white girls and make them cry on national television. I don't know if you could call him <laughs> a rapper. A, is apparently looking to buy a great place in history. And again, as I mentioned, a uh, WBF wrestler comes out of the closet real fake and it wasn't gold dust a lot of that and plus a lot more when we come back talk to Perrin Johnson Max thanks for joining me buddy peace out homie we'll be right back in the second hour of Afternoon Drive It's time for the Afternoon Drive. Welcome back to hour number two, Afternoon Drive. I had a fun hour. I went on the break and uh, Maximus Braden, uh, a.k.a. Turd, a.k.a. Short Round, a.k.a. Uh, Loitering Kid in the studio today, uh, who hosted the show with me in the first hour. Big thanks to him. He asked me, he goes, that was fun. Can we do that again every day? <laughs> sure, Max. Your, your intelligence uh, one-word drops of uh, intake will definitely be radio-friendly every day. 
No, we will try to get him on again, but he's got school to start next week. He goes to Cameron. He'll be a middle schooler, but they grow up fast. And uh, he, so today will be a one-time cameo, probably more than likely for him, a man, Max. But we'll have him on again later on. And at one point, we'll just replace uh, Zebo with him uh, or DJ Yates. I mean, we can just like Cassidy Gifford. Just get rid of Yates and stop paying him and bring a kid in for nothing wages. That's how, and how American society works. That's how Nike made their billions, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, called child labor, and you can't <laughs> do that. It depends. If we consider this a farm area, I think you can make kids work at like 12 if, have, if you're on a farm. We are in southern Indiana. And, so. and we have a very large land behind us. So and I my, did see a deer. In my own account. Uh, a couple things I want to remind you. Of course, we talked about the first hour. Obviously, West Kentucky, big news today. They'll be adding a three-game series with Vanderbilt. Uh, I guess you won't call it a rival. I mean, Nashville is like maybe, what, 45 minutes south of Bowling Green, so it's can be considered somewhat of a rivalry. It should be a rivalry, but they will have a three-game set, including Vanderbilt coming to the uh, Western Kentucky's home campus field for the first time. An SEC, team, SEC school will actually play there. Uh, the stat thanks to my man DJ Yates on the other side. The Schwab Jr., the skinny version of Schwab here is in Southern Indiana to us. And uh, we are the home of college fo- of Western Kentucky football, Hilltoppers, with Bob Petrino, we'll have the coaches' shows on Wednesday nights as well as, of course, this more Labor Day weekend. We will have the first game of Western Kentucky and UK down at LP Field live here on these airwaves. And, of course, not we don't stop there. We keep bringing you all Western Kentucky. We bring you all of local high school sports, I mean, which we'll be starting with Southern Indiana football man Matt Dennison. And Matt and Mr. Dennison doesn't stop with just high school sports. It's starting September 9th. Monday night at 7 p.m. and every Monday night following that throughout the athletic season. My man Matt Dennison will be there for the weekly Grenadier Sports Report, 7 o'clock live at Tucker's American Favorites, which is a great place to eat, by the way. Have you ever been to Tucker's American Favorites, uh, DJ Yates? I have not. Oh, you're missing out. Oh, you you don't even understand, no, man. You it's have so no good. Idea. You think I, you know, but you don't know. No, you have no idea. I, th- I think I know, but I have no idea. You, th- you think you know, but you don't know. The real world, Southern Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Tucker's <laughs> American Favorites. American Favorites on State Street in New Albany. Interviews. With schools, coaches, athletes, including men's basketball team and head coach Wiley Brown, will be there without his thumb. Make sure to check it out. Well, he may have it with him. I'm sure. Uh, Fourteen, just don't steal it. Fourteen fifty WXVW. Of course, you're proud and leader for local sports in all the Southern Indiana and Louisville area. All right. One thing we were talking about, obviously, last hour, baseball making expansion in their rules. It only took fourteen years from to finally decide. Hey, maybe instantly be a good idea. How many times can we see a ball go foul and we call it fair, or vice versa, or a guy be Five seconds late to the second base after the ball gets there, and we call him safe. Maybe, maybe we should add instant replay. Maybe football has a good idea. Maybe football has done something right with a challenge rule. It took a half a day, it took half a century almost, or fifteen years at least. That's not a century. Century is a hundred years. Uh, well, like a tenth of a century. Yeah, a tenth of a century. A fifteenth of a century. Fifteenth of a century to discover uh, what football has done is correct. So baseball will do that, as well as, of course, some other news that we talked about. Also. Uh, Something that caught my eye, and this was actually brought up to me by uh, my man over here next to, next to me, not uh, Max, who's being quiet now and needs to stay quiet, but uh, Mr. Z- uh, Zeller, who's the, kind of the young guy here. He's no longer the youngest one in the studio because Max is only 12, but uh, they both share the same interests in uh, cartoons and music, at least to a degree. And, and this came up, and I, Kanye West. Now, I, I do hate on a lot of rappers. I don't hate Kanye West. I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of Kanye West. I like Gold Digger. Does that count? Yeah, I mean, that's a Kanye song. I mean, it's the only one I can name. Yeah. It would, but I do enjoy that song. I, DJ, can you name a second Kanye West song for me? Uh, yeah, 
Champion, Flashing okay. Lights. Oh, uh, see, DJ H is down with Touch the cause. The oh, he's cool. See? I mean, I'm, I'm, a fan, I'm a fan of Kanye the musician. I'm not particularly a fan of Kanye the human being. Yes. <laughs> I understand that. And Kanye's gotten his way into the news and, and, and ticked off a lot of people. Of course, he made Taylor Swift cry at the... At the in TV Movie Awards. What man hasn't made Taylor Swift cry? That's Come a very on. Good point. Got a she's, laundry she's, list. She's made a very lucrative career out of people that have made her cry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's, she's what, done four albums. She's 20 years old. She's 21 years old. She's hot. She's rich. But for some reason, every man she goes out with breaks her heart. I mean, you'd think after four albums, she would have something else to sing about. Anything else. I, I don't care what. I mean, buy a dog and let it die and then sing about that. Girls get dumped every day, I mean, man. do something. Quit, quit complaining that every guy you go out with is an a-hole to you. I, I don't want to hear any more about it. First of all, I have no I have no sympathy for anyone who's hot, beautiful, and rich and 21 years old. All right, may, Maybe quit going to clubs and picking up guys to Kanye West songs, and then maybe you'd get a guy that won't dump you and treat you like crap. That being said, Kanye West, of course, it beat out a song that was pretty repetitive and stupid to begin with, and that's Single Ladies by Beyonce. And Kanye West showed his ignorance by saying it was the greatest video ever made. But Kanye West in the news today again, or just the last couple of days, apparently... Graceland. Have you ever been to Graceland, uh, Zellers? I've never, but it sounds like a magnificent place. <laughs> that's that's bad, I'm sure it is. I've been there. It is a great place. DJ, have you ever been to Graceland? I have not. I've been to Graceland, so I'm the only one who's been to Graceland. It's it's a cool. It is a cool place. It's not very up to date. I'll say yet. I mean, they have you have the the TV room. You have the jungle room. You have rooms that are theme based. It looks, you know, something out of like a uh, a very cheap hourly hotel a little bit sometimes. And the TV room is the is not like flat screens. It's the, the like TVs that you would see, you know, in your mom's kitchen circa nineteen eighty five. Uh, that they would you know the tubes that are like nineteen inches and there's like twenty of them lined up on the wall. But uh, older school TVs. But anyway, the, the, apparently Kanye West, according to the Daily Star has looked into and retreached Lisa Marie Presley about making an offer on the 13-acre property. Now, the estimated value of this is $85 million, which is a small price, of course, to pay for, you know, it's the home of Elvis Presley. And it kind of made me think, one, why would Kanye West want to buy Graceland? That, that, that personally popped in my head. Why would you even want to buy Graceland? Two, why would Graceland want to sell? It is a tourist play. They still get, according to reports in this article I read, a half a million tourists a year still go to Graceland. So to tell me Lisa Marie Presley is broke is is completely re- ridiculous. There's no way you're bringing half a million people in there to go as a tourist. And I went there when I went there. I was probably Max's age. I was about twelve or thirteen. So I was. It's been a long time since I've been there. Maybe they have upgraded some of the things I referred to as being uh, Stone Age like, but nonetheless. I don't understand why you would buy it. And it also made me think, if you could buy one like historic, what what would you buy? Would it be Graceland? Would Graceland be at the top of your list? I, I don't. I can't imagine. I would think like Buckingham Palace, maybe. If that's uh, for sale. I'd say the chance. The ch- <laughs> you probably have a hell of a lot better chance to buy Graceland than you do Buckingham yeah, but, Palace. But if you're Kanye West, I mean, you, you, I'm sure you can afford it, can't you? Isn't that Buckingham Palace to you if you are Kanye West? Is Elvis's crib? How? What do you mean? How? Elvis is the king of rock and roll, right? Well, Kanye West doesn't sing rock and roll. He's hip hop. No, he's a, he's he's like the biggest. Why don't you force buy? In music? Why don't you buy like the the Queen's projects where like Jay Z grew up in and stuff? I mean, Jay Z already did that. Somebody, that you, you want to buy something that's involved in, in with your genre? Buy the 
by the by the uh, the, the house where Tupac grew up. How in or how baller is that? That that he can buy Elvis's crib, and there's a there's a he's lurking back there. There's a jungle room. Yeah, there's, there's a, a TV. Room. I didn't know there was themes. That's ten times more baller. That's. I mean, say that again. Baller, baller. <laughs> it, it's not proven that he can buy it yet. So, I mean, would let's you? Not, let's not grant him that. And the reason that the reason you would, on his baller status. <laughs> <laughs> the reason you would sell it is because you would get eighty five million dollars out of it. What's going to be the reaction of the? Just millions of Elvis Presley. They'll riot. Ad- oh, they'll they'll riot completely. They will go insane if Kanye West buys Grace. I mean, would would they just take like fire to the place and burn it down in like an argument and in, in, in rebuttal to Kanye West purchasing Graceland? They would have to get Probably. past his his guard Wolverines that he's going to have outside. By the way, Perrin Johnson walked in, looking as smooth as ever. To, uh, look, walked in and the first look he had was he looked at this kid sitting next to me and goes. I think he's like, what, what the hell? Are we like doing a like a junior mentor program here today or something? Well, have have well, we gone below slave wages? I mean, well, are we paying kids now? Fourteen fifty the daycare. The daycare. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking daycare services. All right, we're gonna take a break. I gotta ask uh, my man because I am a hater and I'm not hip with everything. So my man, Perrin Johnson, I'm sure will have something to tell me about this. Kanye West purchasing Graceland. I just don't understand. There's got to be something else you can use $85 million for. Maybe buy a decent beat or a decent lyric for your next song. When you're Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, no. No. Maybe buy someone to give your kid a legitimate name. Maybe do that. When we come back here, we're going to be found the afternoon drive, 1450 The Sports Buzz. First single off that album was the last song that played during the closing credits of Pineapple Express. Yes. I did not realize. I went back and listened to it. It sucked. But that's not <laughs> the point. It's the principle. It's the, the principle. principle. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like when your dad tells you, don't you ever smoke cigarettes, but you smoke. Shut up, boy. Yeah, don't do it. It's the principle. It. Exactly. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Yes. Yeah, Chris Rock would say, uh, hey, you tell the kids not to do drugs when the mayor's on crack. <laughs> like, yeah. like, basically, like, basically, I messed up. That's why I'm stuck here right now. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, Jimmy Hendrix joining me here in the studio right now as uh, Baron Johnson is wearing a uh, his necktie to the, uh, I guess, to the right. Does that mean uh, blood or crypt? I don't know. You know, it's green, so neither. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> neutral. <laughs> I'm starting my own game. New gang. It's called. It's, it's called. It's called a. What's all rolling business, money? Business, business casual crips. You know, like you know, you got the tie on. We got the slacks, the gold slacks, the flats, the lima beans, the lima beans. This is, yes. this is new gang. They made me cut you with my pocket protector, <laughs> like LB. Yes, yes absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, I gotta get your thoughts. Yes, not many I people think want this, those. I think this is funny, but I'm glad it's not about Johnny Manziel for that matter. <laughs> Roy Williams is t- said he's tired of talking about PJ Harrison being suspended. So I mean, he said he's tired of talking about it. You know, obviously he was there's a pro ham championship going on. He just thinks that he's really tired of talking about the fact that a guy that averaged 15 points a game is not on this team right now. Well, you know what, Roy? It's here's the thing. No one wants to hear about you doing ice cream, going to get ice cream with your fellow coach. Ice okay? cream socials. Ice cream <laughs> socials. No one wants to hear that story. We want to know your thoughts and why you have not made any indications of what you're really going to do. With your star player who came back and turned down an NBA possibly getting drafted, 
And as a result of coming back, finds out he's been taking rental cars left and right from a guy named Fats, been dropping loaded guns and, and many ounces of marijuana out of his car at road stops. <laughs> and even after that, gets pulled over again for speeding. I think it was going like 95 and like a 60 or something. I, by the way, I thought I was going to get pulled over heading this way. I mean, you, <laughs> I tell you what, you want to quit asking. <laughs> I'm going to ask this question in a second. You want to quit answering questions about PJ Harrison? Yes. Put him on lockdown. <laughs> Lock him in a room with like Howard Hughes with some with some shoe with some buckets to go to, to go bathroom in and like some food stamps or something, and don't let him be social. And then maybe, maybe we'll quit asking him about PJ Harrison. Yes, maybe. I, I no told, promises there. I totally agree with you. Why did you get pulled over on the way here? Almost, I said I almost did, but uh, I was doing about sixty-two. Oh, you weren't. You didn't get busted by the undercover on seventy-one. Man, he would, Hey, he, here's the funny part. You know where Zorn Avenue is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm literally maybe a hundred feet from Zorn Avenue. He's about two hundred feet from Zorn Avenue. Uh-oh. So when I'm driving past them, how fast were you going? Sixty-two. Oh, that's not speeding. But like, here's the thing: he pulled off right when I passed him, so it scared the crap out of me. So I got really hot in my car, <laughs> even though the air was on, and my stomach was up in my chest. And I was like, "Damn it, I'm about to get a ticket!" And then like, he got off the exit. I said, "Oh, thank you, Jesus!" <laughs> so, if I got pulled over going 62 and a 55, I'd be more mad at the cop. I had, I had a friend that got pulled over in Indiana and got a ticket for doing 56 and a 55. Oh come on, that is ridiculous. I'm sorry. If, if any police officer, and I support, I support our friends in the law. I have nothing but love for the police officers. I like the way you said that, friends in the law. The friends in the law. But come on. Do not. Love of God. Do not pull somebody over for going 60 and a 55. Yes. And uh, now we were. Yeah, yeah, Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz. 3 or 4, 14, 50 as always. Um, I got to go to a man who I know has many friends in law enforcement as well. And it does a lot of speeding too. Uh, Mr. Theus. Theus, what's on your mind today, buddy? Um, nothing much. Just waiting so I can change my name back to what it really is. Okay, um, you called us. <laughs> what really is Roy Williams is uh, scared are getting ticked off about talking about is everyone asking when you're going to go ahead and give in and let him back on the team for like the fourth time. He'll probably end up pulling a miles and and say, "Oh, the team voted him back on." Oh, I'm sure. And, and, and of course, the big news is whether he'll be back for Kentucky is 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 the one news because obviously, I'm sure if you suspend him. Like like Texas A&M man's out. You, if you suspend him for the first couple of games, who cares? You're playing in no disrespect. I, I don't don't throw me under the bus like Ohio State's president, but you're playing the Sisters of the Blind there. So, oh, they're I mean, gonna get you. They're, they're gonna, gonna call. <laughs> so, you better step down right now. So don't don't sue me, Sisters of the Blind in, in Ohio, because you don't need a PJ Harrison. You don't need a Johnny Manziel to win those games. And like most schools, Kentucky's done it before. Louisville's done it. And every school's done it. Just like when they had to suspend John Wall, they did it against two teams that no one remembers the names of and no one cares. I can't to even tell you that either. That's and they didn't that. need him. And so they say, okay, let's give him these two games. Oh, if you're in North Carolina, you do the same thing. Now John Wall, John Wall, John Wall got suspended though. for for something that was minor and and just kind of an oversee and 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 work. I forgot and John Wall even got suspended. Yeah, it was for something very minute. But now PJ Harrison Manute, Manute, Manute is a great word by the Thank way. Thank you. PJ Paul. PJ Harrison though has not once but twice been arrested for speeding in possible possession. Of course it was on it was outside the car next to him, right next to his window. Yes. <laughs> but it wasn't his. And and his head obviously parking tickets had resulted in and 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 benefits that were not uh, of legal stature according to the NCAA. So how he is That's my Yes. Mhm. What were you going to say, Theus? I was going to say, that's that's the, the issue that I'm really having a problem with, is that, you know, with Johnny football, you can sit there and say that that he 
does. You got to catch him with the money. No one had came forward and said they gave money to the NCA. But how do you, when you pull in Aaron Hernandez and you're renting cars all the time, how can you afford to rent all these different cars, which most likely he didn't pay for in his car rentals? And then the second oh, thing. Oh, no way, dude. I've rented cars. They're expensive. Yourself. Yeah, I think. You know, the only way this works, and it's not an NCAA violation, and they're investigating this, is if yeah. that um, yeah, I'm sure they're the, working hard at it. the Fats guy has a pre-existing relationship with him before he ever came to college. When Rajon Rondo went to UK, he drove an Escalade, and people were there's a big stink, a big stink about it. People are like, oh, he drives an Escalade. He drives an Escalade. Well, Da is known Rajon since Rajon was about six or seven, as you know, Theus. So that, that made him a non-existing relationship. So it's going to be interesting to see how the NCAA determines this investigation and finds out if this guy, Fats, is his name. So, so to avoid it being a, so to avoid it being a violation, hold on, hold on. So avoid, to avoid it being a violation, all you got to do is catch the kid while he's still under the age of it 10. Ha, no, it has to be, basically it has to be a pre-existing relationship. But how many kids do you know are going to be pros at 10? I don't know. Yeah, that's all we need is more AU unit guys hanging around 10-year-old uh, pick-up Little League games. Looking, oh, for, so looking for the one hitting the three-pointers. You get offered a scholarship. At a, at a playground, yes. Yeah, that's all well, we need now. The thing is, do you remember when Mark, you remember Mark P. Sestel that played for Kentucky? Yes, yes I know His Queese. own stepfather, his own, Marquise, his own stepfather wasn't allowed to give him money because he, he got married, they got married, uh, he got married after, or, um, after he went to UK. So it wasn't a pre-existing. So his own stepfather, remember there was a big issue because he got caught in a car rental, him and Jules Kamar, and it was a car that was in that he had gotten from his stepfather. Good old Jules Kamar. Nah, Jules for, wasn't driving. <laughs> was Jules driving? Was Jules, <laughs> was Jules behind the wheel? Hey, when I when the cop got to the I car, can't knock that. He's though, in the back that seat. Could that could happen to anybody. So didn't he yeah. jump in the back depends seat? Though, he was in the back time. seat. With, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It depends on whose turn it was. The outcome off the air. See, what else you got on your mind, buddy? That's all. All right, real quick. I, I brought this up real quick, and thank you for the call, Mister Theus. Uh, when you came in, I was talking about this a little bit with Zellers and uh, with DJ Yates. And Kanye West is looking to buy Graceland. Yes. Oh yeah, I came in on this. You yes. came in on this, and it, it's, I don't know if I should. I want one. I, I'm interested to see how much riding is resulted if Kanye West buys Graceland man, man, by middle, the Elvis middle, Presley lovers. Middle America will go crazy. It, it will be yes. It'll it will be a very interesting situation. But would that be if you could if you could purchase? One like a helm of, a, of a, whether it be former, current, would Graceland be the one that you'd want to buy? Do I get to live in it? Is the question. You can live in it. You can you can pimp it out. I don't care what okay. you turn into a music park. Now, for, now this sucks because now I want to look up some places and really think about this. I mean, absolutely like Buckingham Palace, just off the top of my head, and I know that's a far reach of something. I I mean, to be there, you have to be like the what the Queen of England or whatever to actually live in that. And I doubt it'll ever be for sale. But uh, I mean, they might hit hard times. Like, might, you never know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the exchange rate is to dollar to uh, euro and. I had a buddy, uh, my buddy Will Scott. Went, he said when he when he went to Cambridge. Yeah. So he um he said he just needed some money to get, like take a taxi. He said right. So he gives the the, the, the them a hundred dollars. He said he got fifty pounds back. <laughs> <laughs> he said whoa. So I mean that gives you any idea what it's like over there. You I know, gave Taco Bell hundred bucks. They gave me fifty pounds. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean I had to really think about that. But if I honestly, if you gave me like, can I get three places? 
Yeah, top three. I mean, I'm, I, and here's some others that popped in my head. Al Capone's house. Yeah, his house I in bet, Miami. Yes, I bet yes, that place would awesome. be I've, awesome. I've to seen have. it. It is beautiful. It has I mean, a beautiful balcony. I mean, uh, what uh, possibly? Uh, I mean, just in historical facts, the, the home the, of the Manson murders. I, I can, mean, no, I don't. I, mean, I don't know how creepy it would no. be to sleep in a home. No, I, I wouldn't sleep there. You know, the, <laughs> yo, what about, house on Haunted Hill? <laughs> what about the entire of Fort Knox? The what? Fort Knox. What if you could buy Fort that's Knox? That's not a home. That's a building. No, that's a army base. Why well, would I a, want that? Yeah, well, that's a base. Why wouldn't you want to live on there's an army base? There's nothing there. There's no <laughs> tanks. There's no. I don't want to be in a place where I have to worry about having to use a tank. There's okay. a PX. You could drive I, a tank around. I don't around, want a PX. Whatever. You could drive a tank around your property. How I, awesome would that be? I don't want a tank. You know what I want? I want my, my property to be... Palm trees in the front, beach in the back. I want my own private beach. I'll take I'll take a tank and a gold vault any day. I know this place. I'm not talking about like. I mean, so is the gold there if you go to Fort Knox? Yeah, obviously. Okay. Fort Knox. Yeah. First of all, there's no gold in Fort Knox. Actually, okay, okay. that's so, what they tell you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what they tell it's a conspiracy you. Conspiracy theory. So, but here, here's does Area 51 not have aliens <laughs> either. <laughs> well, yeah, of course it does, man. One that I would love, and this is a fictional place. It doesn't really exist. Yes, but I've, as a kid, I was always obsessed with it, and that's the house from Web. Did you ever watch the show Webster? I can't remember. I was like six. He had a show. He had a a clock that opened up that was a stairwell, like a a ladder up to his room in the second floor. He had a hidden door that went into the base. I thought it was the coolest house in the world when I was when growing up watching Webster. Yes. So I I put that on my list. I wanted to have the rebuild of the house of Webster. I used to watch the. uh, I mean, I used to watch a lot of shows, but I never. I just want a beach, and I want to be warm all the time. That's all I don't care about. I don't want to be cold. If I want to be cold, I'll turn my air up. So I turn my air down. So. Uh, actually, yeah, Theus just texted me in Skywalker Ranch for all the Star Wars no, fanatics don't out wanna, there. Don't want to live in a ranch. There's no beach. Can you imagine something? <laughs> no <laughs> beach, no bueno. What about Neverland? I'll tell you what. I'll give you a sandbox, okay? You can put a beach in the backyard. No. What'd you what, say? What about Neverland Ranch? Ooh. No, I'd rather just live in Malibu. If you you're, know? I mean, Kanye West, I'm surprised. If Kanye yeah. West, why would you not want to buy Netherlands instead of Graceland? I mean, I'm not trying to make it a black and because, white issue, you know, the but Jack, the Jacksons are trying to hit you in the head with the price tag problem. <laughs> I mean, you got a Ferris wheel with with, with yeah. Netherlands Ranch. Yeah, you got the petting zoo. Yeah, but you got a jungle room down at uh, Graceland. Oh, though, I'm man. sure. I'm sure Netherlands Ranch has got a room that's similar to a jungle room. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where me and Bubbles play. Yeah. <laughs> why are there handcuffs on the bed rail? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm good on that one. What? Uh, I what, got. I got a question for what you. What is something popping your head? Virginia Tech and Penn State will play in a. Se- they're starting a series. It doesn't start till 2022. That's thir- that's that's 10 that's 9 years from now. It starts when? 9 years from now, 2022. Why even sign a contract for that? That's my point. <laughs> I mean, why do people what what do you what are your thoughts on this? Like you should make your schedule on a year-to-year basis. Maybe like talk to a school the year before, but this right here, planning a schedule out and oh they're only separated by 375 miles, and they will start playing. You know, some some super crazed fan out there is like, we're going to beat the Nittany Lions in 2022. Hell, we might not be here in 2022, Trevor. I was going to say, the, the, the odds of that series even occurring to this point, I mean, how many times have we seen a series signed to start in a year or two years? Didn't we sign one with Michigan? Excuse me, and not even occur. We signed with Georgia. Uh, Georgia, yeah. And, and, then, and everyone through. Yes. Uh, I mean, the, the odds of that actually happening is, is probably slim to none. I mean, for all we know, Penn State may not even have a program at that point because who knows what kind of things that our coordinators will do in, in nine years. Yes, very but, much so. I just It's just unbelievable to me that, so that they would sign something that is 10 years in advance. 
Like, you can't, I don't believe you can plan that far out. You don't even know what's going to be the state of your program in 10 years. So we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens as far as that goes. All right, good take, good take a second break. We can come back. I want you to think of some of those places I was throwing out there with you. I where will. you would buy. If you get in 384-1450, 384-1450 is the Oxmoor Filling Buzz line. I, I, I want opinions. Athea's threw out a good one. Like I said, Skywalker Ranch, who, and you might not be a big Star Wars fan. No fiend. beach, no bueno. No beach, no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you have the Dallas, the ranch in Dallas where the Cowboys, uh, what is it called? We'd love uh, to see a Cowboys game, but they have no beach in Dallas. Okay. <laughs> Three or four, 14, So I know somebody out there is like, well, you live in Kentucky, so how does that work? And I, I'm picking a place, too, that I want to live, not the place that I live. Unlimited so. funds. You can buy whatever dream home you want. What would be your one decision? Of course, Kanye West looking to buy Graceland, which still – I don't understand why he wants to buy Graceland, and I don't understand. I think he's doing it just to, just to basically piss off all the Elvis fans. And if anything, I think that's Kanye's only motivation to blow $85 million on his home is just to tick off every occupant of every Waffle I mean, House in the Midwest. I, I, think, mean, I think he said he wanted to do it to buy it for Kim Kardashian and for his baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just gave the kid, you, you name the kid Northwest, okay? You might want to get him something other than uh, a home in, in, in the south area of Memphis. Come back 3 4 14, 50. If you could purchase any home in fictional or real, it doesn't have to be fiction, real. Don't say fictional. It has well, to I, be fi- real. Non fictional. Yeah, you're right. Well, Anywhere I want to live in the clouds with the dinosaurs. Yeah, like, I want to live in Never Neverland. Yeah, Peter so we, we are out of here. We're going to take a commercial break. Come back. 1450, the sports buzz. Several reasons I couldn't get into basketball. I, I couldn't be, play basketball at another level. I, I know the game of basketball. I'm a smart guy. You, you, you sat with me, Perry. You know, for somebody who doesn't really play, yeah, you're like you weren't like you weren't one of those people that like played in like rec ball and no, no. and proclaims your uh, Saint Margaret, Saint Mary's lineage. <laughs> we won the championship back then, and we're still the greatest team ever to play. Type crap. Th- three things prevented me from making basketball a life. Uh, decision in terms of like the and, profession I do. Three things. One, 
The basketball goal I had growing up did not have concrete because we had a septic tank in our backyard, so I didn't learn how to, learn how to dribble. Uh, I didn't learn how to shoot the ball, though. I have a nice jump shot. I'm like Kevin from The Office. I'm like, I'm nailing jump shots, but I can't dribble. Uh, two was the re- realization that I love fast food. Uh, and that's, that, that, <laughs> the realization. <laughs> that stopped me from being able Like it hit him all at once. Yeah. Like, oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, the, the, oh, the day I found oh. out how much I love Taco Bell. Uh, that was the day, that was the number two reason. It's why open I late. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like that, that was your fourth grade book report. The day I found out I love Taco Bell. <laughs> and, and the third thing was I have very small. Look at my hand. I'm mean, look at my hand. I have very small hands. I mean, I've got like hands like like a, like a fifth grader. I mean, I've got stubby fat have, fingers. You don't have small hands. I have small. I can't palm a basketball. I can barely palm a mini basketball. Oh. That's how small my hands are. That, that's not that, and, and they're very slippery from all the popcorn I eat on a regular basis. I wish my hands were. I wish my hands were like big. Your hands are huge. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to say Dude, that. You could palm my head. Hey, whoa, whoa! Watch that. Watch that, buddy. <laughs> Above my shoulders. <laughs> I have tiny hands. Therefore, unlike uh, the booster in the sun and the violent flames singing right there. Uh, I could not be a professional so basketball I player. I got to ask you a question. Um, did you see the news about Ryan Anderson and his girlfriend? Very sad. Yes. This very is very sad. And, so. and, and, and when I've always said things come in three, unfortunately, uh, and it's always with passings. Uh, that happened, of course, yesterday. His girlfriend, who was a, a member of the – she was, I guess, on The Bachelorette. Is yes. that correct? In I don't ever watch The Bachelorette. Very beautiful woman. That's got to be the worst feeling to come home and find your girlfriend commit suicide. She was hang- he he found her hanging. She hanged. She hung herself. That's I mean, how do you? I I don't know how to even start to deal with Ryan Anderson's mind. I, I mean, especially yeah. what if you text her and say, "Honey, I can't wait to come home and you know have some love making or something." You get home and you find her there. I mean, that's just talk about killing any kind of pride and ego you have left. And yes. then and today, uh, for those who love the '70s show. The actress who played uh, Lori. Do you remember the uh, 70s show? Do you ever watch that? Yeah, it's very vague. Is she had the red hair? Uh, no, no, that was Donna. Oh, okay. she, she's, she's. Uh, she was like for some. She reason, doesn't know it yet, but she's gonna be my soon ex wife. For for some reason, there was something about her that I found attractive, but it was nothing that she had was really great. I was I, like, yeah, I wonder what you found attractive about Donna. Ah, shit. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> was it was it her big brains? <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. She's so smart and always put people in her place. Uh, she passed away today. Uh, she'd had some some issues with uh, drugs and stuff. So, so that's two, I, I would say, minor celebrities in two days. Things happen in three. So if you're a B celebrity out there, uh, luckily there's no way left I, from different strokes that's still I, around. I'm, I'm gonna say you might want to be careful. Watch before, your back, Brett Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> we, before we go to the Oxford Lincoln for a buzz line, I wanted to say uh, I have a friend. No, she's she's not. She's You're a, making this she up. Actually, she's my neighbor. No, she's my yeah. I, I actually do have friends, but uh, she's my neighbor actually, and. Uh, her first, her her husband right now. She's been married three times. She's on her third marriage. Her first. How hus- old is she? She's she's fifty. Okay. Okay. Her first husband died of a heart attack. Okay. Second husband died of kidney failure. Okay. So her third husband, things got rocky. They won't. They, they he wants. She want to get divorced. He won't divorce her because he thinks he's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> so he's hanging on. He, he refuses to sign the paperwork. He refuses to divorce yes, her to avoid yes, death. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's not a good sign. <laughs> is, is, is that crazy though? When you think about it. Ah, uh, that is that's not a good thing whatsoever. Three, four, fourteen, fifty is the actual before thing. But some of the questions I kind of threw out there was uh, obviously Kanye West in the news uh, today or last couple of days about purchasing. 
Graceland. Apparently, uh, he feels that uh, making Taylor, Taylor Swift cry on national TV was enough to piss off White Nation. Uh, he wants to buy Graceland. <laughs> uh, you can only you can say that. I can't say. I that. can say you can. That's one of those. That's one of those. Ah, you got me. Ah. Three, four, fourteen, fifty, six, four, four, Let's go to that Carolina Steve. Long time no talk to Carolina. How you been? Just fine. The place I would buy is Dale Earnhardt ah. in Morrisville, North Carolina. I knew that was coming. Who would have guessed that the Carolina Steve would have picked Dale Earnhardt's home? Uh, I'm assuming that is a luxurious home in North Carolina. No, what it is, this is Junior's place. It's all exactly like a Western uh, a movie set. Western's got a saloon. It's got a uh, jail. It's got a church and everything all on his property. And uh, it's just cool. I've, I've seen uh, pictures of it in uh, various things. i just like to live out there because of the way that, uh, that it is, you know, uh, it looks like an old Western movie set. Steve, I got a question for you, man. What do you think about the whole thing with Tony Stewart basically take, like self-eliminate himself from the Sprint Cup with that well, accident? Well, the thing of it is, I like to play golf. Y'all like other sports. I know that Trevor likes fantasy football and everything. <laughs> Tony's passion is racing. Yes. I hold nothing against Tony Stewart for that. I, uh, it's his it's his thing, and besides, his owner gave him permission to do it. You know who he drives for, and that happens to be himself. Yes. <laughs> I like how you said that. That was great how you put that together. Uh, that's, 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 yeah, that's, and that's, also, on Kanye West, I never have liked him since he came on. I think it was Carrie Underwood that he come on and interrupted her and said Beyonce deserved performer of the year and everything and they brought out songs that mama don't let your baby grow up to be Kanye's and like that and everything and I never have liked him since and uh, now he's going to make Taylor Swift cry and everything uh, and he better not do that to Carrie Underwood anymore because I think her husband would uh, kind of take care of him since he plays professional hockey for the Nashville Predators. All right. Well, thank, thank you, my man. We, we'll make sure that Kanye doesn't make any more uh, over-exaggerated uh, white girl artists cry on national television in Carolina. I love the fact so, that... So you, the do you think white... You, know, you said white girl, <laughs> any white artist angry. <laughs> you think Kanye participates... Well, not anymore, obviously, but you think he ever participated in a White Girl Wednesday at all with, uh, <laughs> with your boy from uh, Old Miss, what's his name, Marshall Henderson? Oh, I'm sure he has. I love the fact that the Dale Earnhardt's house... Has a, a saloon, not a bar, but a saloon, a jail, and a church in it. The only, other, the only other place I know that has all three is the, the home of the Philadelphia Eagles, the Lincoln Field. I wonder if he has <laughs> a sheriff to go along with that jail. Yeah, who puts a saloon and a, a church in a jail? Are they all next to each other? Yeah. Do you, do you go have a few shots of uh, of whiskey and then go uh, go to jail and then get out and pray and say, I'm sorry for the sins I committed? This is true. This uh, I mean, true. I can see put a bowling alley in your house, but come on, man. I can. I want to put a bowling alley in my house. You wouldn't put a bowling in your house? Nah, I don't. I, I, I'll think about that. Actually, that, that'd be a good. That'd be a good thing to do. Like instead of playing Xbox, hey, let's go do some bowling. Okay. Yeah. Why would you not want to put a bowling at a basketball court? I'm sure you'd put in your house. Would you put? Uh, I don't know if I would. Would you put like a baseball diamond, football field in your backyard? Probably maybe? not. You know, I want to. I want to. Honestly, I want to have a nice, nice area to grill. A night. Nice, I want to have a grotto in my pool. I want to have a killer sound system, and and that's about really all I need. Maybe a putting green. 
Yeah. <laughs> you could have all these in an apartment in plain view, okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, you, you, I love how you, you know, Mama Johnson did a good job with you, Barrett. Yeah. She, she has kept you simple and no reason to have I'm elaborate not, I'm not really, I don't need a whole, I don't need a lot of things. Honestly, I was like, I just need a, a, a boom like box, you, a couch, and a place to if drop you honest, if, I, if somebody said, like, what do you need? If you, I would build myself, if I, if I had, a, if I needed a house, where are three essentials I would need? I would need a, a, bathroom? a, a kick-ass kitchen, <laughs> a kick-ass bachelor bedroom, and a kick-ass porch. So I guess, and one of those big swing things on the front, and, <laughs> and then a Range Rover, and I'm good. You, you wanna be, <laughs> I don't need anything. You else. want me to do just sitting on the porch all I, day watching people go yeah, by? Yeah, yeah. I don't need anything else, man. I don't. I'm very simple. <laughs> I don't need a whole lot. Then you know, vacation will take care of itself and everything else. But outside, like for a house, that's all I really that's need. That's the smallest McMansion I've ever heard described. I just said that's what I would need. Now, if you want to give me a mansion, that's totally different. I, I noticed I didn't hear bathroom in that that the needing of uh, places in your house. What, what do you plan on just going on the side of the porch? Oh my. Bathroom. Oh, I mean, you know, I would need a nice bathroom. Oh yeah, a, and a, a kick-ass bathroom too. There TV, big screen in there. In the bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah. In the wall. Yes. That, that's every man's in the, in dream. In the wall. In the wall. In the shower. Yes. Every man's dream is to have a large, a fifty-inch TV in their. And bathroom. you would have one of those things where you could, um, you could uh, watch it and have the TV in the mirror. You ever seen those TVs in the mirror? Yeah, have one of those. So. <laughs> uh, three, four. Just got a couple minutes left. Inside the press box coming up next here in just a few minutes. Nick Coffee, I'm sure he will continue, not continue now, this discussion every, and yeah. move on to Everybody is following suit of Charlie Strong as Texas A&M is telling people to leave their jerseys at home because they are not autographing them. Do you think Louisville set the golden standard in not having people autograph them? Texas A&M should have been the first to do this. <laughs> there, I mean, if there's anybody who needs to say, listen, do not bring. I, I, I'm telling you, I bet you Kevin Sumlin's lost 50 pounds. <laughs> he probably has an ulcer about the size of a baseball. Did I he? would think ref- coaching in the SC would give you an ulcer regardless of the situation yes. surrounding you. He's got gray hair like Barack Obama did. He's getting it that quickly. Man, he, he went from looking like Mike Tomlin to like Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, let's be nice to people with gray hair. Gray hair people with gray hair at young age are usually very good people, okay? They, so, they the, mean well. Since the guy to my right with the before look yeah. in the, just for men box. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I look like George I look, I look like the like the like if a piece of George Clooney fell off. I'm like the Dane DeVito to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and twins of George Clooney. <laughs> you, with had the, you had the Ted dancing hair color. It's all gray. If you started right now, you could play Santa Claus by Christmas time. Oh, if you started growing your beard out. Joke's no, you, hey, dog, because Trevor would be like, well, you're not going to get No, my that. beard comes in comes in brown, though. So luckily I'm okay <laughs> Two-tone. Good job. Two-tone, yes. Two-tone. Uh, three or four. Next, uh, parent, it's been a fun day today in here. We've got... Been a goofy day. I had a, you were replaced in the first hour by a twelve-year-old co-host. Uh, you won't be replaced tomorrow by that, so don't feel bad. And of course, but I, I know who is replacing me inside the press box. Nick Coffee. Yeah, he just he, walked in the building. He is. He's walked in. He's looking cool. I'm sure he would buy Kanye West and Graceland. Hey, I'm telling you, man. Nick is a hip hop connoisseur. You guys are very, very much so underrated. He, he introduced Nick me to uh, two chains, and every day I'm still pissed at him for doing so. Oh, you're. We're so gonna take it out of here. Negative. Come back tomorrow. So negative. Don't forget tomorrow. Big nasty step in the first hour, followed by myself in the second hour. Me, me and Perrin Johnson will be with you at four o'clock tomorrow. We'll be back afternoon drive. Fall inside the press box coming up next. She is starting to cry when I'm walking, stop, stop, and I'm so strung out. I'm high as a guy, I just might stop to check you out. Let me go out.